Brittany here with the Wayward Lasses reminding you to subscribe to us on all the things. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Come on, what are you waiting for? You like, follow, and subscribe. Did you do it yet? Okay, let's start the show. And if you are going, if you insist on having the attitude of, hey, no one else can do it better than me, or if I want it done, I just have to get it, do it myself. If you're going to insist on having that attitude, then don't complain that no one helps you. Because if you're not willing to, to share the burden with others, then they're not going to be able to share the burden with you. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things Podcast. Real content. Encouraging. For real women. Affirming. Loving. Every age and stage of life. Are you ready to get real with the Wayward Lasses? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm Brittany, joined by um, our mother, Amy. I'll be normal today and say hi, guys. Hello. And my sister, Courtney. Hello, sister. Hello, sister. All right, guys. So today we are going to be talking about feeling overwhelmed, which I think the three of us are feeling. And probably a lot of you out there are feeling. But before we jump into today's episode, (laughs) we've got some trivia. And I am the trivia person for today. And it is fill in the blank lyrics of 90s, 1980s uh, songs. 80s? Sorry. I didn't mean to be so loud. Yes, 80s. So (laughs) (laughs) these are quick. So maybe I'll do them all. Okay, here we go. Call me on the blank. Call me, call me. Any, anytime. Call me on the blank. Call me. The phone? Call me on the blank. Yeah, it was the phone. Call me on the phone. Call me, call me anytime. I don't know what that is. Anytime. Wait. Call me. (laughs) That's it. That's the song. Call me. Ah, what'd you say? On the line? Yep. It is on the line. Very good. Number two. And that was um, Call Me by Blondie. Blondie. Yep. She's blank, and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. Make a pro blush. That's Kim Carnes. So it is. Got Betty Davis on. That's the name of the song. I know. <laughs> you got everything but the fill in the blank. She's blank, and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. Oh, my God. She's blank. She's. The answer is, well, here's your options. Okay. Wondrous, precocious, or luscious. She's precocious. She and is she precocious. What it takes to make a Very good. Very good. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. Uh, next one. I want to get physical. I want to get physical. Let's get into physical. Let me hear your body. Let me hear your body shout. Physical. I don't know. Let's get physical. Physical. Let me hear your body. Talk. The word is talk. Oh, talk. Let me hear your body body talk. Okay. Okay. That was Physical by Olivia Newton-John. R.I.P. Every breath you take, every move you make, every blank you break, every step you take. Every vow you break. No vow. Every move you make, every vow you Say that again. (laughs) I know. Every breath you take, every move you make, every blank you break, every step you take. Oh, every you make, every it's not value break. No. Every move you make and every every heart you break. The correct word is bond. 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 Bond you break. break. That's right. I know it when it's playing. Just okay. Here we go. How can you just leave me standing alone in a world so? How can you just leave me standing in a world so cold? A little more. Correct. Mom, you know who it is. It's when the doves cry by Prince. When doves cry. Just leave me standing. Alone in a world so cold. (sighs) This one I did not get. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty blank have got no rhythm. Feet. 
never, never gonna, gonna dance. dance. Guilty feet have got yes, it. it is feet. It is feet. Yeah, it is feet. Yep. I got it. All right, and then you don't know who that is, Mom? Anybody? Say it again. Sing it. I'm never gonna dance again. Oh, George Michael. Was George Michael a part of Wham? Right. Yes. So technically, it's Wham. That's Wham. Okay. Bam, 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 bam. bam. All right. Last one. Um, here we go. If you see me walking by and the tears are in my eyes, look away blank. Baby, look away. Very good. Who is it? If you see me. Oh, it's not Chicago, is it? It is. Told you, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This say it again. This is mom's jam. <laughs> this is mom's <laughs> jam. There was a couple more. All the kids in the blank say, walk like an Egyptian. All the kids in the hookah shop say. Who shop? The hookah. <laughs> the hookah shop? All the kids in the market Actually, shop. Marketplace. Place. <laughs> way away. That's good. Good job, Mom. I think you won that. Actually, I'm pretty pretty positive that you won that. Pretty positive, too. Yeah, Courtney had something. Pretty, pretty positive. I had one. Well, she had Prince and you had Wham. Wham. Sorry. Wham. Wham. All right, guys. So we are going to hop into today's episode, which is about feeling overwhelmed. I know that the three of us are feeling that right now, and you don't have to be an entrepreneur to feel overwhelmed. You can be literally anybody. But this topic was actually because mom was feeling this way, and she really wanted to talk about it this week. So if you don't mind, mom, I'd like to start with kind of what was going on with your week, and uh, how did you uh, come up with this topic of this is what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, it's, I woke up one morning and this feeling of like, actually it started out with like a pressure. Maybe that's what you guys would call anxiety, right? But when I started to think about it more, I'm like, okay, I got to go to work. Can I call out today? Oh my God. Yes. Now I have to reach out to other people in terms of, you know, getting the business going. Um, how do I get that going? I don't know anybody, right? And then the whole realtor thing. Am I doing the right thing? Am I, t- am I touching that person? Meaning, am I reaching out at the right time? Is it too much? Did I ask enough? I just started feeling all these things and I just, I didn't want to move at that point because it just, it seemed like so much. And like I said, I don't know if any of you guys have ever experienced it. It was just like this weight on me and I, I didn't know what to do. You know, in terms of having these businesses that we're, we're starting and trying to get going, I didn't even want to talk to you guys because it was like, you know, you guys are doing these great posts. That, and unfortunately, what starts to happen when you, at least for me, when I start to feel overwhelmed, you start doing this whole negative talk, like, is it enough? And you start doing the comparison. So that's why I was like, I don't know if I even want to talk to you guys because am I doing enough for Wayward? That's the other thing. There's Wayward Lasses as well. So we're spread out thin. And as I said, and I think it was the second episode, when I said what my goals are, I don't know if I'm spreading myself too thin, but this is what my goals are, or these are what my goals are. And maybe it's just the natural progression of things as you first start out. Um, You know, you start to feel overwhelmed because there's just so many things that you have to get going at the same time. And there's just only one of you. And boy, I could talk now for hours about, you know, women and the expectations and what we put on ourselves and we want to do it perfect and we're expected to do it perfect. And if we can't do it all by ourselves, then there's something wrong with you. But interestingly, if you guys were to come to me or I were to come to you and you would say to me, hey, mom, you know, just why don't you ask Steve for help or why don't you just stop for a second? I would take that. But unfortunately, if you tried to give that advice to yourself, Oh, no, I can't do that. I can't ask my husband for help. I got to do it all. I got to clean the house. I got to take care of the kids. I got, you know, so that just all that day when I woke up that morning, all of that just hit me and I didn't know what to do with it, right? So that's why I had asked you guys, can we talk about feeling overwhelmed? Because sometimes 
you know, I, I feel lucky to have you guys. I can bounce things off of you, but sometimes we have listeners out there who don't have somebody to talk to. So what about you guys? Have, have you guys felt recently feeling overwhelmed or overloaded? Yeah, definitely. I can relate to pretty much everything that you're saying. Um, I have a lot on my plate as well. And I know that feeling of just, you have so much to do that you just don't want to do anything. <laughs> I had that moment before I was sitting on the couch and I was just going through the list of things I had to do in my head. And instead of getting up and doing it, I was like, I'm just going to watch TV because this is just, <laughs> I need to just disconnect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, man, everything that you said, we could probably do, you know, a 10, 10 episode podcast series on it. Cause there's just so, <laughs> it's so loaded. There's so much, but there's something that you said that stood out to me when you talked about the expectations that we put on ourselves. Um, because I think for me, I have the mindset or I have the belief, the false belief sometimes that things are expected of me. But then I realize no one's expecting these things of me. I'm expecting them of myself. We put a lot on ourselves. And partially it's because we're type A personalities and we know the best way to get something done is to do it ourselves. But we're human and we have boundaries and we have limits. And that's okay. That doesn't make us weak. That doesn't make us inferior. Um, David and I are actually doing this couple's journal this year. I bought it. I think I got one for you, Brittany, too, for you and Alex. Some of the questions on there are kind of silly and goofy, but one of the questions the other night, mom, they're like prompts, discussion prompts for you to do with your spouse. And there's mm -hmm. one for every day of the year. And one of them was, what is there? Some, is there something that I do um, that you feel or something that you do that you feel I take for granted? So you're asking your, your spouse is asking you. And he was like, no, I don't feel like you take me for granted at all. And I was like, is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> I got a list here. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> but what was funny is it, it opens that, that type of setting. It wasn't, I wasn't being, what's the word? Accusatory. Is that the correct word? I wasn't accusing. Mm. I was just having an open dialogue with him. And as he listened, he responded with, I didn't know any of this. Because I think a lot of times we mm. expect our husbands to just know. You should just know. Um, and he didn't. And I, the, the that forum that I had in that moment to just share with him how I was feeling and there was no emotion behind it because a lot of the times I think when we complain to our husbands or whoever that we're overwhelmed nobody's helping we're in an emotional state we're in a highly emotional state and so there's no discussion happening it's just I'm frustrated I need to vent everybody leave me alone so this is the first time we've had a discussion like that where I was calm <laughs> And I was able to think rationally and we had a really great discussion about it. And he, there were so many things that I was telling him that he just didn't know. He didn't know I was feeling. He didn't realize had to get done because I always did them and never gave him an opportunity to help. And therefore he didn't know that those things needed to be done. And yes, I know how we feel as women. Well, he should just know, but listen, this is your partner for life. This is, this is someone that you've chosen to do life with. So do life with them. Don't, it doesn't make you weak to ask for help. So for me, um, I would say that first step of feeling overwhelmed would be to do a little self-analysis, a little self-evaluation and kind of see what are the expectations that are real? What are the real actual things that I must get done? And what are the expectations that I'm putting on myself, right? So for example, um, an expectation that might be is I have to clean my house, Right. But the expectation I'm putting on myself is there has to be no fingerprint on any wall and there has to be no speck of dust anywhere. That's a little beyond extreme. a little extreme. <laughs> so I think that, um, yeah, I know I just went off on a tangent there, but that was the first thing that popped into my head was we put so many expectations of us on ourselves as women because we can we can do a lot and we multitask. That's the other thing. I'm multitasking. I have 50,000 things in my brain right now. But sometimes the men have it right in having a really linear approach. Linear. Let me get mm -hmm. this done and then I could deal with all of these other things. So those are the first thoughts that popped into my head. Either of you want to respond to that? Can yeah, I that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. huh? <laughs> Just to quickly respond on the whole mind reader thing. Um, it's not, it, it is something that females do. We do it to each other. We do it to males. 
you're, they're not mind readers and yes. you, ex, you, it's an expectation that you set that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. So it is incumbent upon you to actually make it known to your spouse, to your children, to your friends, because, you know, you, are, you hold on to a grudge or whatever it might be. And they had no idea you even felt that in yeah. the first place. And if so, you are going, if you insist on having the attitude of, hey, no one else can do it better than me, or if I want it done, I just have to get it, do it myself. If you're going to insist on having that attitude, then don't complain that no one helps you. Because That's if you're right. not willing to, to share the burden with others, then they're not going to be able to share the burden with you. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Pratt. Very good. I definitely identify with everything that you guys are saying. Um, Mom, when it comes to your just feeling of being, being feeling paralyzed because you're so overwhelmed, I definitely understand that. And then I, with you, Court, sometimes I'm just like, I just, gonna, I just want to veg and watch a TV show where I don't have to think. Um, and then just a total sidebar on that. I've been watching Suits because like this is doesn't require any brain power. I am so annoyed with the show. I'm just like constantly yelling at the TV. I'm just like, why, why are you this way? This show is dumb. And I'm like, I'm the kind of person where if I start something, I have to finish it. I'm in season seven. I have been disliking it since season four, but I refuse to give up. So um, I'm almost done, but it's turning into a not just a veg thing anymore. So that was just a side note. Um, but I get that. <laughs> um, for me, I feel like ever since I left teaching, when I made the decision to leave teaching, I was like, okay, you are leaving everything that you've worked your adult life for, you need to be successful. So that very first year after I left teaching, I made this entire page of like, how can I possibly make money? And I started to do all these things. Um, I've said it before, but I have like three online stores, a cleaning business, a full-time job as a recruiter. I'm now a skincare consultant. Um, we have the podcast and at some point it was running smoothly, but then I just became so overwhelmed that I kind of just drop the ball on everything. Um, so I, I definitely agree with what you guys are saying. For me, I think it's there is a couple of things. One is there's like that financial financial burden of <laughs> since I decided to leave my career, if I'm not constantly always doing something to make sure that I'm making the money because I left my career, I feel like I'm letting my family, like I'm letting myself, my husband, my family down. I don't want to be a failure. So if I find myself just doing nothing, I'm like, okay, you have to do like, you have to do something because, you know, so I feel, I feel that. Um, and then what was, what else did I want to talk about with you guys? Oh, when you're chatting with your husbands and making sure that you're being clear, it's definitely a good thing to do. And so another side note, Courtney, I've tried to get Alex started on that, but he's just so silly that I can't get past any of those questions without, without, I think the first question was, you know, what could I do to make you happy? He's like, you can make me a sandwich. I'm like, okay, this is going nowhere. <laughs> but I will say, not to cut you off, but a lot of those questions, that's what they're for. They're just to kind of have that yeah. moment where you laugh, but they could lead to deeper conversations. They could. But anyway. Yeah. I definitely think, and I don't want to go on for too long because we can piggyback off of this, but having that strong support system where you can go talk to someone, um, Mom, I'm sorry that you felt that way that you couldn't come talk to us. Let's let me just stop here because I'm going to keep talking. Let's just if you want to hop in about anything that I said, because there are plenty of things that were said that I just want to talk about. I know there's so many things. <laughs> no, no, I nothing mean, about like, what I said. Oh, about what you said. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You did say something, and I I should have written it down because I have such a short. Well, I'll say, time. Mom, I feel bad that you didn't want to come talk to us about it. Yeah, I think I think what it what happens is the dynamic. Even though I am very close with you guys, it, it's it's almost as if, well, I shouldn't feel this way, type of mm -hmm, thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you just want to work through it because maybe it's just a temporary thing that I'm going through, and I just you know because everybody has those days yeah. where you just don't feel right, um, and then why burden me with that when I can get past it? I think the thing that if it happens to be a long-term thing and I can't get past it, then I certainly should come talk to you guys about what's going on. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that's temporary, then it should be something that I feel that I can work through. Then, you know, why, cool. why burden you guys with it? Yeah, well, could we, could we take that as a little segue? I mean, we could definitely backtrack and talk about more of the things that 
overwhelm us and the reasons why we're overwhelmed, but um, you just said you wanted to work through it. So what, in what ways did, did, were you able to work through that specific, um, that specific day where you were feeling that? It's so funny. So we're, each of us are doing our own little posts, right? Um, the age difference, right? And, and I, I had the conversation with Courtney about, I feel challenged because like you are 20 years from out from, you know, being out of college or whatever, or high school, and, and you still keep in touch with your friends. Whereas me, I'm like 30 years or 40, whatever it might be. And I've, I don't have those bonds anymore. Okay. I have Facebook relationships with people that I've gone to high school with and grade school with, but not people that I necessarily keep in contact with. You guys are my sphere, right? Right here. So looking at the post and I'm like, huh, why can't I post something like that? Huh? Yeah. The whole comparison thing. And it's like, well, that's so silly. Just, just do what you can, you know? So I think what happens is, at least for me, what happened is, is I was able to say, well, that's just a silly thing, right? But there has to be some little truth to it for me to have thought about that in the first place. So Brittany with, you know, we had our, our trivia night last night. Um, she's like, well, did you invite anybody? I'm like, yeah, I invited a whole bunch of people, but zero showed. And I'm like, how about any sales? Did you make sales? Zero sales. And I, and I knew this going in that this would happen. But I, what's different is that I was able to not let that bog me down. Yeah, you're overwhelmed because you're doing the comparison thing and you want to be better. But when you start out something new, it's like weightlifting. I heard this when I was listening to a motivational um, podcast. You start lifting weights. The very next day, you can't expect to like lift or bench like 300 pounds. You got to work up to that. You start a diet. You can't expect the very next week that you drop 20 pounds. It takes some work. And it's the same thing with this. You got to put the work in. You got to nourish it, right, um, in order for it to flourish. And that's what I was able to, when I worked through it, um, I was, that's what I came up with. Got ya. That's I, good. I think what you're, um, oh, sorry, Cor, go ahead. No, go ahead. You were, yeah, you're on a roll. I saw it. You were there. <laughs> I was just taking notes. Um, <laughs> I think, I think car- part of what's causing that, um, I also Googled it. Overwhelmingness is a word. So I think what's causing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think what's causing that uh, and I think a lot of people can agree with this, especially with your situation that you just explained there, mom, is imposter syndrome. I think a lot of us, when we try to start something new, one of the reasons why we start feeling overwhelmed is because we think to ourselves, am I, should I even be doing this? Like you said, am I too old to be doing this or do I not have enough information to do it? Which brings us back to like last week's episode of step out of your comfort zone and it'll be okay. Just like you were saying with weightlifting and doing a diet, like it's never going to be perfect the first time. You're going to have to practice. You're going to fail. You're going to hear no way more times than you're going to hear yes. But through that, you're going to be able to build more confidence, build the connections and do the correct things that you need to do to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I felt too when I first started this. Now that I am you know, reaching out and trying to make more meaningful relationships and cultivating past relationships, I do see that I have a, a bigger bubble. But as um, making new friendships is a little bit harder for me. And we had a trivia thing down here in Greenville and Alexa was like, well, did you invite anybody? I was like, I have no friends down here. Nobody came, <laughs> nobody came for me because I had nobody to invite. Um, so I definitely understand that. It's, I think it's a, a big feeling of imposter syndrome. And I think one way to work through that, especially if any of our listeners kind of relate to what my mom was just talking about is just to take the time and to be forgiving with yourself and know that this is a process. It's going to be process. It's step-by-step. You will fail, but you also will succeed. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to add in there, this isn't necessarily about being overwhelmed, but think about how you guys interact with social media. How many times does someone send you something or a text message and you look at it quick, but you're in the middle of something and then you go about your business and you forget So my mentor reminded me of this. She was like, we're sitting here and we sent that invitation or we sent that email and we're thinking about it. Like I sent them an email, they didn't respond. Did they respond? No, they didn't respond. Oh man, they didn't respond yet. 
on their end, their perspective is probably, oh, Courtney sent me an email. I'll get back to it. Do, 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 do. And then they never thought about it again. So I'm sitting here thinking they're rejecting me. They don't want to support me. They're not interested in me. Well, they just forgot. So sometimes yeah. there's also have that grace for yourself, have that grace for others, but we always are so quick to go to the negative. So I'm trying so hard. I'm not getting mm-hmm. anything out of it. Nobody's supporting me, whatever. Um, and meanwhile, it's just simple human error. They just forgot, you know, and we think, oh, I don't want to bug them, but you're probably not bugging them. You're more than likely just reminding them. So anyway, I just had right. that thought while you were talking about that. Yep. No, that, that reminds me, I do this all the time. If I see something I like on my phone, I'll screenshot. I'm like, I'll go back and look at it. Yeah. Never. I have so many things saved to my collections. I don't even like food recipes. Oh, we're going to do that at Christmas. We're going to make this drink at Christmas. Yeah. We're gonna, I don't think I ever looked back at it to see during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so you went, Love that. you went through this and you worked through it by just kind of identifying what was causing it and just saying that that's silly. This is not a reason to be overwhelmed. So it was kind of like your own self-regulation at that point. Yes. And then there was the, there's, I did that, but then there was, like I said, there was a component. There had to be a component that was true in order for that to even surface. Right. So Brittany had talked about financial pressures being overwhelmed. So I am the breadwinner in the house. Right. So the one thing that I am trying to do is get these businesses off the ground because I'm not afraid of work anymore. Now, granted, I think when you have your own business, you probably work harder than you do when you are working, when you have a W-2 job, Mm -hmm. right? Because it is up to you to market. It is up to you to uh, uh, get those, you know, get in touch with those contacts and nourish those relationships and then make things happen. You you have to make sure everything's there. And oh, by the way, when you don't have a W-2 job anymore, you're going to have to find insurance Mm -hmm. and that's expensive. So the, the overwhelming feeling of how do I get to that point where these things can be up and running that I can leave my W-2 job? Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, I'm, I'm at point A and I need to get to point Z. And it's like, oh my God, am I ever going to get there? Yeah. So that was another thing that was contributing that morning of I don't want to go to work and what's happening and, you know, how do I compete with what's going on out there and am I doing the right thing? And I don't know anybody to be able to make a contact with. And when I did, nobody answered it. It was just like, and so I was able to work through it. But like I said, there's still a component there that is true that I, I need to work through. And the only way to do it is to continue to push through because I'm only at point A. I haven't made it to point B yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think all three of us are guilty of this, but we always do too much. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) and then we find ourselves in this like oh my god what have I done yeah and now I'm I'm going to be a failure but the three of us are just like we're we refuse to accept defeat and we refuse to be labeled as a failure Mm -hmm. I think that is the um the is it the crux our is am I quoting Harry Potter or is it is a crux a thing or is just that a Harry Potter you're thinking of a horcrux I know what a horcrux is but a crux okay yes a crux is a thing yeah Yes, my horcrux. How about the root? Yeah, well, no, I think that's what we do is like we see opportunity, at least for the three of us, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I can do this. I see Mm -hmm. how it aligns with my beliefs. I see how I can be successful. I see how, you know, X, Y, and Z, all of these things, I'm going to do it. And then we do that for like 12 more other things. And then we're just like, (laughs) oh my God, like, what do I do now? Um, So something that, I don't know. I think it depends on your personality, but something that I do is I love making lists and I love crossing things off Mm -hmm. and I will do something just so I could put it on the list and cross it off. Uh It just brings me, (laughs) it brings me so much joy to do that. I don't know why. Um, but I got, (laughs) I got these, I got, it's just, it was like what? 99 cents. I'll put the day and then I'll just, (laughs) I'm just laughing because Because at work today, I had a, a task pop up that wasn't on my list because it was a random task, and I completed it, and then I put it on my list and crossed it off after I did it. Yeah. I already completed it. I was done. Yes. I just was like, you know what? I'm adding this on there because I did this today, and then I crossed yes. this off. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I don't know why it gives me such a, a sense of, like, fulfillment. 
So yeah, I think this would be good for you too, Court. And I don't know, you know, for whoever listeners out there, this would be beneficial for, but, um, I also have color coded ones as well. So for my daily things, I'll put like, make your bed daily routine and I'll list all the things that I have to do. And then I have different colors as well. So what I'm going to start doing is for each of my side hustles and businesses that I have, they're going to have a color. I'm just going to list out all the things that I need to do. And then as I get them done, I can cross those off. But at least like for my daily ones, I have these white ones and, um, I don't know. It just, it just helps me to be able to, to list the things out that I need to do and cross them off. And it's, I don't know, it's nice. Pull them out of your <laughs> yeah, brain. After you do that, do you really feel accomplished? Oh my gosh. Yes. I do it every day. Yeah. Okay. So what I'll do is whatever I don't complete on that list for the day, I will transfer it to the card for the next day. And then I rip <laughs> that sucker up and I throw it away. <laughs> So even if I didn't finish everything, that card is technically done. Um, and then I'll notice that sometimes like three or four days in a row, something keeps going over to the next card. So now I'm like, wait hmm. a second, like this is annoying. So either I put that sucker on the top of the list and I complete it that next day, or then I realize this is too big of a task for me just to have one line and cross it off. Like, this clearly mm-hmm. is, this clearly has separate smaller steps that I could write out and cross those off and eventually get to that bigger task. So it kind of helps me kind of prioritize what I'm doing and then break things down into smaller steps if I need to. Because I think we also do that a lot. Like For example, I used to put clean house as a task. Are you joking? <laughs> no, Sorry. no. So that... <laughs> let me just take seven hours out of my joking? day. Clean. <laughs> Are you joking? Why why would I list it? That's a silly thing to put. So now I'll do like dust, right? Or I'll dust. do uh clean yes. clean um, you know, my office. Or I'll do sweep the floors. So I used to put clean house and that was one of the things that kept just going on to oh, the next card. That makes sense. I broke it down and now I'm able to get those things done and incrementally clean one thing in my house every day throughout the week and the house. Yeah. This is something we've talked about on the podcast since I think day one is breaking down your goals into bite-sized manageable goals. Don't say, you know what? My goal is to lose 50 pounds because you're going to get discouraged when you don't see that scale go down. Instead, you're going to lose two pounds and then you're going to lose two more and then you're going to lose five. You break it down into smaller manageable goals. You have to be realistic with your expectations. So yeah, that goes right in hand with that. I don't know why this is totally off topic, but break it down like a shotgun. Break it down. I you had know, um, you know what movie that's from? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Bad Boys. Break it down oh. like a shotgun. I thought that's I what he said. That. All right, continue. I'm gonna Google it while we're. <laughs> I swear he says that. Bad, in Bad Boys, Boys one or two? Because I'm all. Who I... says it? Probably two. Break it down like a shotgun. Yeah, who says it? Um. Yeah, Keep talking. Hold, please. Hold, please, everybody. This is important information. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll hit pause. I'll hit pause. I'll hit pause. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and whoever's listening, I could not find the quote. I swear it's in Bad Boys, um, but I'm going to find it later. Yes, you are. Okay, keep going, um, keep going. No, so what I was going to say is I did something today with my team. Um, our, uh, our leader led us in this little activity that I would encourage you guys to do at home. She had us write out seven whys, and we talked about finding your why. So she first said, why are you doing what you're doing? So when you're feeling overwhelmed, why are you doing it? Why are you getting up and going to work? You don't want to go to work. It's overwhelming you. Why are you going to work? And then when you write that reason down, so I can make money. Okay. Why is that important? Why do you need to make money? You write down that reason so that I could support my family. Okay. Why, why is that important? And you go down the list seven times. When it, and when you get to the bottom, it's, it's always something like, you know, I love my family. I love my husband, or I want to have time with my family, or I want to have health, or I want to have this. So it's a good, it's a good way to almost, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. The word is not decompress, but de- it's a just, I feel like I'm a deconstruct, deconstruct your, deconstruct. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Deconstruct that feeling of overwhelmingness. Yes. That's a word. Okay. Um, but you know what? It's interesting yeah. that you say that though. Cause when you get to that le- seventh level though, I think that would make me feel even more like 
Well, no, it's a reminder. It's that much more pressure. It's not about the pressure. Right? I think it's about more okay. being reminded of your why. Right. So why am I even doing this small business? What is the point? What is the point of doing Rodan and Fields? What is the point of selling skincare? What is the, what what is uh, it's too much. There's so much going on. Why am I doing this? So I'm doing it because I want an extra income. Why do you want extra income? Well, because I want to be able to take the financial burden off my husband. Well, why? Why do you need to take the financial burden off your husband? Well, because this, because I love him and because he's really stressed at work and I want to have more financial freedom. I want him to feel a little more free. Well, why? Why does that matter to you? And you keep going down and it just, it helps you, I guess, like you said, deconstruct, I think is a good word, that overwhelming feeling. Now, maybe it doesn't necessarily make that overwhelming feeling go away in that moment, but it helps adjust your perspective to not all the things you're feeling. Because don't forget, feeling emotions are super important, but they're not the problem. They are an indicator of something going on beneath the surface. And that is what we have to identify. What is causing this? And finding your why is a good way, not Mm -hmm. necessarily to find what's causing the overwhelming feeling, but to change your perspective to help you readjust and make sure I'm not worried about, you know, the skincare business right now. What's important to me is my marriage and having financial freedom so I can enjoy my life with my husband. That is what is important to me. I'm going to go text my husband and tell him I love him and give him a hug and a kiss. And then I'm going to restart. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think we forget our why a lot. Yeah. I think that's also important, not only just to deconstruct it, but just to remember why, why I'm in this. Why did I start? And I think that's something that we did before we came back for this season, because towards the Mm -hmm. end of it, it was kind of just like, you were like, I have Courtney, you were like, I have too many things to do. And then there was, it was this and it was that. And so we had to, I don't know. We didn't ask those questions, but we had to redefine our why. Why did we start this? Why are we doing it? Why should we continue to do it? Um, And, you know, we figured out that why. We want to be able to share with you the realness and the trueness of going through not just being female entrepreneurs, but being women in their 30s and 40s and 50s and going through, you know, the things that we're going through in our experiences. Not everybody has somebody to listen to them or mm-hmm. to get advice from. And not that we're like, you know, savants and have all of the best advice in the world, but it'd be nice just to listen in and be like, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah. And when I think when we figured that out, that really changed our perspective for the podcast this season and really just helped us be a little bit more authentic and get back to the whole reason of why we started that, you know? Yeah. Agreed. And I, I wanted to backtrack a little bit because you said something that I think is a missing component. So... Courtney, you have a group of women that you meet with physically, yes? Uh, Zoom, but yeah. <laughs> and Brittany, Brittany, you do as well. Like, they're local, too, that if you needed to meet up, you can. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Brittany, you have that as well. And I think this is what we talked about in our last episode about building a supportive network, how mm-hmm. important that is. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it just, like, dawned on me, like, that while I have you guys, right, I don't have that here mm-hmm. per se as far as my my Peers, tribe your like, own peer group yeah yeah to go to to be able to bounce things off or hey you know this is what I'm feeling right now and like I said I can go to you guys but I think there's something to be said about having your own network of yeah. women that you can go and talk to and network with and I'm not just talking about you, you know I've been to networking events where you go into an empty room and it's so uncomfortable and you're gonna have I'm going to talk to three people and hopefully, uh, you know, I'll find somebody who I have something in common with where it's stressful to do it. No, I'm talking about actually being able to like sit down, grab a cup of coffee with somebody Mm -hmm. or with a group of women and have a frank conversation about things that you're experiencing and, you know, have them throw ideas out or or solutions that I can use to uh, apply to my situation, you know, or what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, And I think I'm missing that that component. Yeah. I think, I think, and we can talk about this later, mom, I think you should really, I know that you are, have plans to go to networking events, but I think something that you can do super easy. I'm in a bunch of groups on Facebook for Greenville, but somehow this whole friendship application started in Greenville. And it was just like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm Brittany, I'm 32. This is what I do. This is what I, this is my job. This is what I love. And I'm looking for just some friends to hang out with. 
And all of a sudden, a ton of girls in this area started posting information about themselves. And then people were responding like, oh, my gosh, I love going to the gym, too. We should hang out sometime. So I po- someone I have posted to something. say something, though, Brittany. That sounds like well, yeah. a weird Tinder That's app. easy for you guys to do it in your age group, but you have to think no, about No, there's women your age doing it, too. I can't just like, hey, I'm Amy, and I, you know, you totally, you can. <laughs> I think, I think that's you getting out of your comfort zone. But there was definitely women in their fifties doing it as well. Um, but, yeah. but basically, I'm meeting somebody tomorrow for coffee because they had posted something, and I was like, hey, I think like I could provide some information on that. Would you like to meet up sometime? I've never met this okay. woman before. We're gonna meet and get coffee or, or lunch or whatever we want to do tomorrow. Um, but it's it's that. Huh? Safety what? first. Safety place. first. She said. Yes, it is first. a public place. Yes, I'm not going to go get coffee, you know, like in an alleyway, yeah. right? But it's 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 weird because you it's it's going back to last week's episode of you have to get out of your comfort zone. But two, yeah. that's the society we live in now of putting yourself out there on social media and trying to make those types of connections. Whereas before, we didn't really do that. You know, we met yeah. people because of the functions of the things that we're going to. But I, I, I promise you, Mom, if you put something on one of the groups that you're in, just be like, hey, my name is Amy. You know, I'm this, this, this. I work from home and I'm realizing that I have no no friends. Would anybody, <laughs> anybody want to, like, get coffee sometime? Um, and I, I promise you, people are going to message. People are going to respond and it's going to be uncomfortable. But I think you should I think you should try that. Okay. I'm also, not pers- pers- wrong and I'm not rushing it off. I'm like, week. yes. Yeah. Also, I found it, the quote. Uh, you're it's a actually from SWAT. It's a from SWAT. SWAT. Okay, the original, the SWAT movie with Jeremy Renner and... Um, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. I haven't watched that movie in like easy 15 years. This is an incredible movie. And when I originally watched it, I was like, I'm going to be a SWAT member when I get older. <laughs> um, but it is from that and I'll play it for you guys later. I'm going to watch that movie. Okay. Um, so I want to bring up one other thing that we haven't talked about yet. Sometimes I have found that this overwhelming feeling that comes upon me is external in that, well, actually kind of internal, I guess, both in that I'm hungry. I didn't have anything nutritious to eat and my body is missing Mm. the B12 and folates (laughs) that it needs to keep my mood up. You know that if you don't eat enough rich green food and nuts and all that, enough folates, you are prone to depression. Yeah. If you don't get a good night's yeah. sleep and you had a kink so in your true. neck, yeah. it will affect your mood. If you are dehydrated mm-hmm. and you didn't drink enough water, you might wake up feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the sun is not shining and it's a little gray, dreary day and the sunshine also has an effect on your mood. So I think that's some things that are overlooked too is, you know, I'm not saying that this is what happened to you the other day, but think to yourself, what did you eat the day before? Did you drink enough water? Did you really get a good night's sleep? Could those things, could hormones have been affecting how you were feeling? Not saying that hormones is the reason why you were feeling. I think that your feelings are valid. There's many things that could have been factors that can enhance certain things. Like I always know when I'm getting close to that time in the month because the words come out of my mouth, I'm so tired of this house. Every month. (laughs) And I've I've I'm so aware of it now. That as soon as I hear myself say it, I check my little, my little, um, I have my little calendar on my watch <laughs> to see my cycle like, calendar. And I'm like, well, okay. yep, it's about time. There it is. <laughs> it's like clockwork. It's just something in me gets so overwhelmed That's right so before funny. that time in the month. And I'm like, oh, I'm just so tired of this house. I'm just, and then I'm like, uh, nope, yep. That's about right. <laughs> so things to think about when uh, you're feeling yeah. those, those feelings. Yeah, I mean, lack of lack of sun. Some I, I do enjoy rainy days, but sometimes when it's just consistently raining or it's cold, mm-hmm. you're stuck inside. You know that can just make you feel like you can't get things done. I vitamin D. Yeah, I mean, I see I see all the time, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed and you can't stay focused, just to like get outside. Yeah, take a break. Take a break because I find myself. I know we've talked about this before, but when I need a break from my brain. Um, I, I will go watch something or I'll just doom scroll. And it's just like the worst because I end up just doing it forever. Mm. And then I find myself at night before I go to bed, when I'm supposed to be going to sleep, my brain is running a million miles per hour and I cannot yeah. sleep at night. Cause I have like all of these ideas of, oh my God, I should, I should do this. Um, but one of the things I, I keep seeing over and over again is to unplug 
and mm-hmm. get out in nature or do something yes. to just break the system yep. of, of what it is that you're doing so you can kind of reevaluate, take a step back and reprioritize kind of what's going on. I think we get stuck in that, you know, you wake up, go to work, do this, do that. And it becomes such a routine that we forget to, to think for ourselves and see, okay, I actually didn't get a good night's sleep last night. This is probably almost definitely what's causing me to feel like I'm falling behind and feeling mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we're kind of talking about now the ways that we're dealing with overwhelming, the overwhelming feeling. So let's, let's elaborate on that so we can give our listeners some tools and their tool belt to use when they're feeling super overwhelmed. So Brittany, you just said, go outside for a walk, connect with nature, Mm -hmm. take a deep breath of fresh air, open a window. Sometimes Dobby does that sometimes he'll walk in, he'll say this room just, we need to open some windows because it just feels like, (laughs) not even that. Especially when you work from home. Yes. Because all yeah. three of us work from home. I sometimes I just won't I won't leave the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't left the house since since Monday. There's no reason for me to. Like I don't really need to leave the house. And it's been cold and rainy, so I haven't been walking sky. But I, sometimes I won't leave the house like for a week, depending yeah. on what it is that I'm doing, or several days at a time. So if you're working from home, get up, get out. I had yeah. that's my action step. Get set out. an alarm on your watch or set something. An alarm. House. Yeah, <laughs> go for a walk. Or even to just step away from your desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do I mean, that. My watch I have, does it, right? Time to stand. My watch does it. My watch has a time to stand. Yeah, very good. I'm like, okay, I'll just go walk around real quick and go do something. <laughs> yeah. I would say also, so to add to that, you know, get out in nature. What'd she say? Okay. She told you to go work Starting out. Start a workout. Who said that? <laughs> that wasn't me. That was you. That wasn't me. No, she, oh, it was me. Stop that. <laughs> what'd, she, what'd she say? <laughs> cancel she said starting your workout oh because i said go outside for a walk or something oh my gosh that's awesome i would say so yeah getting outside unplugging from social media and your devices um this is from earlier um reach out um when you're feeling overwhelmed reach out to somebody whether it's your partner or a family member or a friend or whatever reach out even if you're afraid to because you might overthink it in your head about reaching out, but sometimes you really just need to hear from somebody else's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. One other thing that I have for um, families out there is uh, I'm a big believer in family meetings. <laughs> it sounds corny. I know. We are not the, what, are you, what, what were they called? Oh my gosh, the Brady Bunch. We're not the Brady, Brady Bunch. bunch. <laughs> um, but family meetings are everything. So We don't always do them perfectly because my kids are always all over the place, but we try to do like a little quick family game night or I, um, we sit, when we sit at the table, I will read like those little stories to them or something just to kind of get us together and start talking about our day. Um, and then I go through the week I say, okay, guys, I take out my calendar and I'm like, what do we have going on this week? And me and my three children and my husband will sit and we'll talk about what's going on in school, what's going on at work for everybody. And now everybody in the family is on the same page as to what everyone has, who has appointments, who's got meetings. Is everyone expected to remember everything? No, it's more along the lines of getting the family on the same page. We are a unit. We are together. We are not against each other. We need each other to be able to to get through life sometimes. Um, And then what I do is, okay, this is what I need help with this week. And for my boys, because... They have the memory of a goldfish. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Side note, Brandy, if you're listening, you'll get that. Um, But they have a memory of a goldfish. So I write things down. So if I know that this week is the week that we have to like scrub all the, the, what do you call it? Bathtubs. I get out this huge piece of paper. I leave it on my countertop all week long. And I write out a list of every single thing that needs to get done for the week. It's not my list for me. It is the family household list. Everyone sees it. Everyone knows that it's there and everyone contributes in a place where people won't forget. What that does is number one as a family that's busy, that never disconnects, that's always running around. It forces you to come together and connect with each other to make sure that family unit is strong. Two, it enhances communication. Maybe there's something going on in your husband's job or in your kid's school that you had no idea about. This gives you a chance to talk it through, to offer some helpful suggestions or solutions or anything. Um, And three, it takes some of the burden off of you. It might help navigate some of those overwhelming feelings because now everyone knows 
wow, this is all the stuff that has to get done in the house. Okay, we'll help. Now, I'm not saying you're going to have your first family meeting and all of your family issues are going to be solved, but I would highly recommend anybody listening and you find yourself in that overwhelming, my family doesn't do anything, everything is all on me, we don't talk, everyone's always on their cell phone, I have a no cell phone at the at the table policy, <laughs> and we stick to it. Us too. So we're not, by we're by the you know, furthest thing from the perfect family. We don't always do these family meetings perfectly, but um, I do it every week. So good tip. Definitely, definitely try it. I think one one tip that I can offer is um, set boundaries. I don't know about you ladies, but I'm always saying yes to doing everything, whether it be work, whether it be an activity, you know, somebody, oh, let's do, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I'll be there for you for that. Um, so more often than not, some of the overwhelming feelings that we have could be self-induced because we don't draw those boundaries. So think about setting boundaries. Don't put these excessive demands on yourself. Um, do a little self-care, practice some self-care, right? And, and you'll find that what'll happen is that burden will be lifted or that feeling of overwhelmingness <laughs> will, will dissipate or, or be alleviated because of the fact that you don't have as much on your plate because you had the, the, the right mind to say, no, I can't do that. And it's not, you know, that you're being mean or, you know, you don't want to help out. It's really for your own sanity that you do something like that because you can only spread yourself so, so far. So yeah. Then, yeah, thin? I, I had so that, thin? I had that happen to me at work today um, where I had a lot coming in and in the old me was, I have to get this done. I have to get this done now. I can't leave anything for tomorrow. But a simple email to a client saying, no problem, I'm going to look into this. I will get back to you tomorrow. Um, it it was like very liberating. I felt funny doing it. But now that I'm used to doing it, it, it frees me because I can't do it today. I could, but I'm going to work an extra three hours to get it done for you. Um, and nobody's paying me for that. Or I could just tell you, realistically, I can't get it done for you today. It has to be done tomorrow. So I know that in some yeah. jobs, that's not always an option. But when it is, use that. Use that, yep. Yep. And then don't forget to, if you're a list person, write it out. As, as those things keep going from one day to the next day, then you need to take that particular item and break that down into smaller um, items on your to-do list. And then also, uh, Courtney, seven whys. Maybe you don't get to seven whys, but just to ask yourself, okay, why am I doing this again? Because this is too much. Um, getting back down to your original why uh, will also help. So we'll be make sure to kind of summarize all that for you guys um, in our show notes. Anybody have anything else? All righty. Well, thank you guys so much as always for joining us. Um, it felt good to get this. I felt like I got a lot, a lot off my chest. I don't know how about you guys. Did you? I do. Yes. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good to get that out. Remember, we are always here for you. Make sure you follow us on all the things social media. We are there. Tune in, and as always. Um, we are the wayward lasses reminding you to keep it real keep it real Brett keep it real I forgot you can probably see the look of fear in my eyes I forgot what to say thanks for stopping by stay classy stay classy